I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, you can email me your love, your hate, your death threats to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Once again, let's look back on Joe Biden calling one of his voters a fat idiot for accusing him of having some shady business deals. That's your son over there. You get a job and work for a gas company, doesn't you had no experience with that. nothing. In order to get access to the to the president. So you're you're selling access to the president just like he is. So you you're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one has ever said that. I see it on the TV. You see it on the TV. No, I really do. And by the way, that's why I'm not sedentary. I don't like it up and let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people. Uh-huh. And there was Joe Biden saying this. Never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses. Period. 
And here was the media saying this. So far, they have been not able to prove any evidence here of wrongdoing. House GOP members continue to try and link Hunter's business dealings to the president, though they have yet to produce any concrete evidence. Now, it is important to keep in mind, while Republicans believe that there is a tie between Hunter Biden's business dealings and the president himself, they have yet to provide any hard evidence that the president himself... And that today turned into this gem, which may be my favorite thing of all time. You're saying that the speakerphone conversations, they don't seem concerning to you because there is no specifics about business. And it just seemed like it was clear about- that it was clear that, that it was part of the daily conversations that Hunter Biden had with his father. Um, and it was and, and sounded like most of the time uh, now President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner, he was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how, uh, how, what's going on on your end. He, the, the witness was very. <laughs> the weather. Well, anyway, now let's set all that stuff aside. I want to get to John Kerry, but first, Bill Barr says, he will jump off a bridge if Trump is the 2024 nominee. Okay. First of all, that's a lie. Because Bill Barr is all over the television set every single day now. But what's he saying when he's on TV every single day now? What's his subject? What, is, what are they talking to Bill Barr about every single day? Donald Trump. Donald Trump being in the news, Donald Trump being in the political mix is the greatest thing that ever happened to Bill Barr. It's the reason he got to be attorney general, obviously. It's the reason he now gets pretty much a full-time gig going on every news show to trash Trump every single time. If Trump were to go away, if DeSantis were to beat him or something like that in the primary and Trump goes away... Bill Barr never gets another phone call from NBC News, ever. He, he'd call them and they'd be all, huh? It's, d- new phone, who's this? And they'd block his number. Donald Trump's the only reason you and I ever have to hear from Bill Barr. So let's just be clear about that. And, well, we'll get to the genocide stuff in a minute. Let's do a couple things first. I want to get to some emails. I'm behind. Jesse. I love how you point out other countries and how they honor and admire their former generals. Having grown up in the South, it's a shame how they are caving to the mob. I was in the Air Force Station in Germany, saw a lot of history. The world-famous author probably already knows this, but did you know that Germany's largest military training base is named after Rommel? History is divided on his actual stance toward the Nazi government. He was a soldier first and foremost. There's... There's something that's the, that the communists do in America and the right is uniquely susceptible for fall, uh, to falling for it. There are t- Look, sometimes, did you ever pay attention to fights at all? We've talked about this before. MMA fights, UFC fights, cage matches. You at least know what cage, cage matches are. A couple of tough guys get in the ring, beat the crap out of each other. And there's this old saying in fights that styles make fights. How well, and they all cross train and everything now, but how well does the wrestler do against the jujitsu guy? This guy's a traditional boxer. This guy's a kickboxer. 
How's that going to work? Who has the advantage? Styles, the difference. And you'll have guys. This applies to regular boxing as well. Because of their style, they will have certain kinds of fighters. They fight really well. And they'll have certain kinds of fighters who just give them problems. Just He's got a style that gives me problems. I can't quite do it. The communists in America... They have figured out a real Achilles heel of the right in America, and we are outmatched style-wise. We have have a lot of work to do, and here's what it is. The communist, as you know, and again, I write about this in the Anti-Communist Manifesto, which you can purchase at jessekellybook.com, Chris. Anyway, I do write about it, but I've talked about it on the air. You don't need to buy the book to hear about it, but I, I, I talk about how the communist destroys your history. This is one of the main the main uses for the, quote, civil rights portion, the civil rights branch of the communists in America today. That's one of their main purposes. Tear down your history. Everything's racist. America's racist. That's racist. Race, 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 race. The communist, let's first understand this. Why does he destroy your history? Why did Mao... Rip down the rip down the monuments. He tore up the graves. He he tore down the Buddhist temples. Why did Stalin and Lenin rename every other street Stalin Street and Lenin Boulevard and tear down the old statues and put up statues of new things? Why your history, you being tied to the history of your nation, ties you to the nation. It's the anchor that holds you down to the nation. If I can break that in you, if I can make your nation nothing but just some meaningless blob of land with no great men and great deeds and great accomplishments, if it's just nothing, well, then you're much more of a blank slate. I can then make for you anything I want. I have to break those chains you have to the past. So that is why the communist tears down every single statue. It's not because they care about the Civil War and Robert E. Lee. It's not because they're still upset about Christopher Columbus. He was Italian for Pete's sake. They're not, they don't care. They're trying to destroy your history. They'll destroy all of it they can. But here's the real problem. It's not necessarily, necessarily the communist because that's what he does. Again, the communist is going to do what he does. A raccoon's going to break into the trash. Don't blame the raccoon when he breaks into the trash. If you haven't properly secured the trash, that's on you. The problem is the right, the Christian-based right, because that is the, it's not all, but that's the base for most of the right. It was Christians who founded the country. The right is very, very Christian. The Christian right, because Americanized Christianity has been twisted into some feel-good, feminized pile of crap, the American right is so obsessed with being nice. They think they just need to be tolerant and nice. And when the communist cranks up the volume, when he cranks up the vitriol, the American right instinctively wants that to stop because instead of understanding that conflict is necessary, If you want a victory, you have to have conflict with people who want to take it from you and you have to defeat them. The right doesn't understand that. They think that they'll just kind of, just kind of 
just soft talk the communists down or just give in a little, just give in a little. So some communists are standing in the studio right now. Jesse, say you wear pink underwear. Well, I don't wear pink underwear. But he starts screaming louder. Say you wear pink underwear. And he starts throwing books and trashing things. Say you wear it. Say you wear it. The right has forever thought the solution to that, to that situation, is just finally saying, okay, okay, all right, I've, all right, I wore it once. Okay, I'll wear, will you calm down now? Okay, I wore some pink underwear one time. The right has always thought that's what will work with the communists because the right has never properly understood why they do what they do. The right has never gotten it. The right is so susceptible to having statues like Robert E. Lee torn down because we immediately, we don't want to be called racist. I don't want to, oh, I, I, I don't want anyone to, th- to think I'm a confederate. Oh, oh the, what, what if they think I hate black people? No, yeah, tear it down. They can't do it. We have got to start being much more combative and confrontational. We do. We've got to start getting comfortable with conflict because there's no victory without it. All right? All right. John Kerry and genocide in a moment. But just a little preview for you. The elites of the world, they're announcing their efforts to destroy our food supply. They're not hiding it. They're not ducking from it. They are making public announcements in places like the Netherlands. They've already ruled this way. They are destroying our food supply. They're focused on it. Do you have emergency food? Because the most powerful people in the world have committed themselves very publicly to destroying the food supply. Do you have emergency food when these food shortages come? My Patriot Supply, they have three-month food kits, and they're 25% off right now. Wrap your mind around that. Go to preparewithjessekelly.com and get a three-month food kit. 2,000 calories a day. 2,000 calories a day. Keep yourself and your family alive. Everyone in your home needs one. Preparewithjessekelly.com. Go now. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. That was Chris calling me a hero with that musical selection. I know I am a hero to you and so many people, Chris, especially after that world-famous queso recipe. You don't have to put the chorizo in it. I know you people can't eat pork. And I know you can't eat beef and cheese together. Now, the chorizo, don't get me wrong, it adds a lot. But that queso's good without it, Chris. What? 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 You're thinking how you can make it better? Well, listen. In case you missed it, I gave out the world-famous, Jesse Kelly's world-famous queso recipe. I gave it out in the first hour. So you're going to have to go download the podcast on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. The, the iHeart app's free. Go download it. Anyway, I gave it out in the first hour, and Chris said I need to figure out how to improve it. Queso is one of those things, I'll admit to you, you can improve because there's always something extra you can throw in, right? It's never really complete. What, Chris? Chris said yellow or white Velveeta. Yellow Velveeta. We don't, look, the Kellys go old school, original Velveeta, and we don't do the Mexican style or anything like that. We are high-class people who we buy the big blocks of Velveeta, and then 
It's amazing. For cheese, it stays good in the fridge forever. It's incredible. It never goes bad, which is really amazing. No, no, the high-end Velveeta, the high, the, the yellow stuff, Chris. Don't try to go off-brand to save money, all right? It's, I know they have white Velveeta. There's Mexican Velveeta. There's white Velveeta. They've branched out into everything. I'm not, I'm not going white Velveeta. Maybe my Velveeta wants to get into college. <laughs> Quit. Stop. We can make jokes. Anyway, John Kerry's out there trying to murder a couple billion people. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. I just wanted, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm, like, I'm going to let him go. All right, I'm sorry. His first word, he talks like a big stupid oaf. So it can be hard to hear. His first word was agriculture. I have been geeking out on a couple different historical things recently. Uh, I really, I go down these stupid historical rabbit holes. I can't help myself. But I've been geeking out on what civilizations ate in the past and how they ate and what determined how they ate. Like the uh, Carthaginians. The Carthaginians, they ate dates, all kinds of dates. Now, they ate a bunch of other stuff, too. They ate dates. Why? The date palms simply grew wonderfully in the land of Carthage. What else did they eat a ton of? The coastal city? Fish. In fact, the Carthaginians had a famous famous fish sauce. I don't know if the recipe still exists so we can try it, but being on the ocean, they ate a ton of fish. I'm doing a bunch of reading right now on the Assyrians and digging into the Assyrians and things like that. So, But one thing you find fascinating historically, no matter the civilization, no matter what's going on, we don't think about it as much because you and I, what do we do when we're hungry? We just drive right down to the grocery store and buy some food or, or you go to you know, a fast food restaurant or, 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 or a nice place like Red Lobster or something. So we don't, we don't think like this anymore. I know the farmers listening to the show do, but... Agriculture is what feeds the world. McDonald's doesn't feed the world. Farm fields full of wheat feed the world. Beef cattle feed the world. Pigs, not so much for you, Chris. Pigs feed the world. Agriculture feeds the world. Now, with that in mind... Listen to what John Kerry has to say. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. A two-degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. And you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Doesn't work. So we have to reduce emissions from the food system to keep the 1.5 degrees alive. Why do we have to keep 1.5 degrees alive? Because scientists, as a basis of physics and mathematics, not ideology and politics or party labels or anything else, as a matter of physics and mathematics and some biology and chemistry have told us, these are the consequences. We need to reduce food emissions. 
agriculture responsible for 33% of all emissions and we can't get to that net zero thing he said. Remember how many times we've heard Bill Gates talk about net zero, Klaus Schwab, net zero. They're talking about net zero carbon. We can't get there unless we reduce that. And this is a call for genocide. Please understand what you're hearing. When you call for reducing a reduction in the world's agriculture by a third, you're calling for genocide on a scale the world has never seen before, ever. Stalin couldn't dream of a genocide that big. That's how many people will die. Are we confident enough in our beliefs to speak in terms like that? I'm not quite done. Hang on. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I love that version of that song so much. I can't help it. <laughs> one, more, just one more thing on this. I want to get back to some emails and stuff like this. John Kerry. Genocide. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with Unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. The solution. Why do they always love to use that word when it comes to genocide? I, sh- I should know. You know how many genocidal... Maniacs in the past have used the word like solution. When, when the Ottoman Empire was looking for a, a solution for the Armenian problem. Everyone knows about Hitler's final solution. They always need a solution. This time, what's he talking about here? Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But he means destroying agriculture. That's the solution, of course. Once again, genocide is called a solution. But this goes back to something we were talking about just, just a couple segments ago, about how the right, the right, we don't speak an appropriate language. You don't get our mindset right. We are... We are mismatched fighters when it comes to the American communist. Because if I were to play those comments for Normie Norm, you know what? Actually, forget Normie Norm and forget you because this is not going to apply to you. I know how you will describe those comments. You describe them the right way. Genocide. That's a call for genocide. That's a communist trying to murder a couple billion people. I know that's what you would say. Let's take that soundbite and let's... uh, other radio hosts, other, quote, conservative talk radio hosts, play that soundbite for them. How many, how many would say that's a call for the genocide of a billion people versus how many would say this, that wouldn't even work. It's not even practical. I don't even know what he's talking about. We can get, we can get clean energy. We can use cleaner energy and reduce carbon without, without actually starving people. We don't call things what they are. We try to be as nice about it as humanly possible because the right is somehow still under the impression that we can keep norms and restore norms by acting normal. It's not good for the republic to keep impeaching presidents and indicting presidents. Yeah. All this stuff is destructive. The other side says, oh, they want to, they're for preserving democracy. They're pitting everyone against each other and they're destroying the fabric of our republic. So I, I think we have to be careful not to fall into the same trap. Yeah. We have to start speaking in plain terms Terms that people around us might find offensive. People you work with, family, friends, neighbors. We have to start speaking in terms that break down the fences they've put up around us. The right fences itself in sometimes. We'll hear something like that John Kerry thing and we'll call him everything but a genocidal monster. A progressive, a liberal, he leans left. 
Maybe we even mock him a little. Oh, one of these global warming hippie freaks. But we don't look at him as if he's the second coming of Joseph Stalin. But he's the second coming of Joseph Stalin. He's going to kill billions of people. That's how we have to speak about these people and speak to these people. In the same way you would speak to Mao if he walked in the door. That's how you should speak about John Kerry. Dear world famous Balder. You know what? That's not nice. You said yesterday they should impeach Biden 10 times. I never understood the point of impeaching any elected official. What does it even do? If it meant removal, then by all means go for it. But to my understanding, a slap on the wrist is harsher punishment. Well, yes and no. You get impeached in the House. Then, if you've been impeached, the Senate will determine whether or not you are removed from office. You essentially have a trial in the Senate. But you don't impeach Joe Biden because it offers you some practical, tangible benefit. That's not why you impeach Joe Biden. It accomplishes nothing tangibly. The Senate's just going to dismiss it anyway. You wouldn't even get enough low-T Republican votes in the Senate to actually convict a man. You don't impeach Joe Biden because you're going to get Kamala Harris either because Joe Biden won't be removed. And even if you got Dome, what what does that benefit you? All the benefit of Dome is long since retired. (laughs) So you're not getting any benefits out of that. You impeach Joe Biden to partially intimidate and ruin him to destroy his legacy. You do it to let Democrats know if they keep impeaching Republican presidents and they will, Trump was just the first, they're going to impeach all of them. Then we'll keep impeaching yours. You impeach him in the hopes they don't want that. And they'll call some sort of a truce. If if you impeach him once or twice and listen, you impeach Joe Biden because it hurts his brand. You want to have a hard talk? Let's have a hard talk here. Here's the truth. People talk a lot about the general election. Is it going to be Trump? Is it going to be EVD? Is it going to be Biden? Is it going to be Newsom? Is it going to be all these things? And the anti-Trump crowd, they will bring up often, understandably, this is a good argument, that Trump's general election chances are not as good as heavy D's. And polling reflects that consistently. That, that Trump's general election chances are oftentimes significantly worse than Ron DeSantis's. The anti-Trump crowd loves to bring that up, and that's a valid argument. But why is that? Why is it that Trump is so, so poorly performing, even still, even against an unpopular Joe Biden? Why is that? Trump has been branded for six years now. He's been branded as the Antichrist, the racist, and impeaching Donald Trump twice. And now indicting him. It's about to be number three, and then it'll be number four once Georgia gets him. Impeaching him, indicting him, doing these things. It helps taint a brand. It has tainted the Trump brand to the point that even when Trump's not on the ballot, Democrats will run exclusively against him. Remember leading up to the midterms? Remember what the Biden administration was doing? Every day there'd be a new version of MAGA. These ultra MAGA, these mega MAGA Republicans, super duper MAGA Republicans. Why were they talking like that? 
Why were they using that word? Because they poll test everything and they understand with a large portion of the country, MAGA, Trump, whatever you want to call it, is now tainted, unpopular. They did that. Over six years, they did that. Over and over and over again. Every impeachment, every new fake special investigator, every every new hit piece out on Trump, taining the brand and taining the brand and taining the brand. It works. Taining a brand or building a brand works. Why do you think why do you think businesses spend money on advertising? Advertising works. I know we like to think it doesn't work on us. It does. No, I'm I'm too strong. I don't advertising doesn't work. Oh, look at that. Church's chicken. I think we'll get churches tonight. It works. You impeach Joe Biden because it further taints his brand. Branding, labeling your opponent, them labeling you, that matters. It matters a lot. Why does uh why does Pure Talk advertise on this show? Now, they share the values of the show. They came to us. Our values are their values. But why, if you're Pure Talk, why do you spend money advertising on this show? Why? Well, did you hear about Pure Talk before you listened into the show? Did you know there was an option for a non-woke cell phone company that'll save you money and keep your phone and keep your number? Did you even know there was a cell phone company in this country where they employ English-speaking Americans? So when you talk to them on the phone, it's actually an enjoyable, pleasant conversation, not you shouting into the phone or repeating yourself 95 times. Did you know about that before I told you about it? No, you didn't. Advertising works for better or for worse. With Joe Biden, it's worse. With Pure Talk, it's great. By the way, switch to Pure Talk, I should note. Pick up your phone. Takes 10 minutes on the phone with that English-speaking customer service person. 10 minutes. Pick up your phone and dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% on top of everything else. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly, switch to Pure Talk. One more segment. Hang on. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't forget, you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Let's get to a couple emails here before we get to headlines I didn't get to. Medal of Honor Monday today was sick, I might just point out. That was at the beginning of hour two. That was the guy who was killing people with his bare hands and then grabbed a couple Koreans and bashed their heads together. That's just, yeah, that one's worth watching. Listen, wait, listening to, I guess, I guess you can watch it. You know, the show is simulcast, right? You can watch me do the show on the first TV. Whenever I do a TV show every night, 9 PM Eastern time, that's different than the radio show. I need to point out. That's more like a traditional TV show. But if you want to watch me do the radio show, you can. It's on the first TV. That's on Direct TV, And I think it's on Roku. And everyone has access to it online. And there's an app. It's, it's really easy. The first TV. If you, if you would like to sit and observe me. Although I will say, I'm looking at the simulcast camera right now. And when I turn to the right, Chris, Michael, I need you to shoot me straight on this. I need you to shoot me straight on this. When I turn to the right... Maybe it's the lighting in here. Do I look a little 
bald back here? Is it thin? Mike, it does. Keep my head. I should keep my head up. I'll keep my head up. But I, I don't want to have to keep my head up. Oh, this is a disaster. Jesse, I have long since noticed the overuse of the word literally. Like you, I also find it enraging. I'm in graduate level flight training and my training partner keeps saying literally every other word when describing flight procedures and maneuvers. One day, on day two, I could not possibly tolerate it any longer and I stopped him after about the 69th literally in an hour and said, dude, you have got to stop saying literally. It's unnecessary and it makes you sound like an idiot and my ex's kids used it every other word. You, you're better than that. Stop saying literally. <laughs> He says, he still says it, but catches himself now and tries to stop. I thought you'd be proud. Maybe the worst part or the best part, I guess. You know what? Probably up there with the best parts of the Israel trip was this. I rotated. There were so many people that came. It was 160 people. There were so many people that came. We had four different tour buses. The Jesse Kelly show just took over Israel for a week. And I, so I would rotate around the buses because everyone wants the honor of hanging out with me. What, Chris? <laughs> anyway, I would rotate through the buses. Well, the tour guides, they're not just giving you guidance when you get to your locations. While you're driving to places, they get on the microphone in the bus and they'll be like, on the left, you can see where Chris's people killed Jesus. That kind of stuff. They'll do that stuff on the microphone. I don't know whether they learned this in school over there. There was a big literally problem with the tour guides. Chris, Michael, I know you guys heard it. Well, the problem is this. I've not only ruined that word for my family, I've ruined it for you as well. And the whole bus, every time they said it, would look at me. Everyone would look at me and start snickering or look at me and kind of give me that side elbow. Hey, did you hear what he said? It was the worst thing in the world. Happened to you too, Chris? Oh, yeah. it's It was, yeah. It, uh, look, it's a problem. We at developing verbal tics is a thing. It's a thing that we have to work on, especially in this day and age when we don't talk as much. We don't talk as much because of social media. We spend too much time on computers and phones and things like that. We all do. And so verbal tics today are even worse than they were before, but it's natural for people to come up with words they use as fill-ins that mean nothing. You hear this all the time with the word like. I'm not going to start going off on like. Don't worry. But like, this is like the worst like thing I've like ever like seen in my life. And like, like that, that's a verbal tick. doesn't mean you have to flog yourself every single time you say it. But it's something you should work on. It's something we all should work on. We got to work on how we talk, right? We also have to work on saving babies. Now, preborn does this thing. You know preborn... Buys, a, buys an ultrasound. They give a free ultrasound to a young mother who's seeking out an abortion. So they find that, that look, that baby is that baby's on its deathbed. It doesn't know it yet. Preborn gives them the ultrasound. The mother lays down. Here's the heartbeat. Turns into a mom. They, they choose life almost every time. That's what $28 does. Maybe you're doing pretty well for yourself. For $5,000... You can sponsor Preborn's entire network for a day, 24 hours. That's 200 babies. This is all tax deductible, keep in mind. Your company can give if you have one. So look, I know that's a lot of money. Most people, it's just going to be $28, and that's totally fine too. Your $28, that life, I promise you, is real, real precious. 
You can give more. Do that. Preborn.com slash Jesse is where you go to do that. All right. Preborn.com slash Jesse. I want to hit this Carrie clip one more time before we get to headlines. Because it's really important for us to take on how evil these people are and how nefarious their plans are. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But- I'm going to let him keep going. The solution. Whenever they're coming up with words like that, be nervous. With a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion. Did you hear how he just said that? With a growing population, how he sneers at it, more human beings being alive. Fellow citizens around the world, emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming. Yeah, genocidal. And now, here's a headline. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Report. Not one eighth grader at LeBron James's I Promise School has passed a state math test in three years. Well, I mean, with a brain like LeBron James at the helm, Republicans pitch ban on funding for animal research by U.S. foes. I have mixed emotions about the animal research thing. I don't like when I see they're hurting dogs and things like that. At the same time, what are we going to practice on people? I mean, I guess we could do it to communists. 99-year-old trucking company, Yellow, shuts down, putting 30,000 people out of work. Uh, it was in a big battle with the Teamsters Union, and that 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 goes bad sometimes. But, man, 30,000 people out of work, that's... Uh, Prayers to all of them. A ticking time bomb. China infects American infrastructure with malware to disrupt U.S. military. There's an amazing amount of Chinese malware, Chinese computer bug stuff. In, in mal- malware, Chris? I say malware. Is, that, is it malware? I think you said that wrong, Chris. Anyway, the malware. There's malware all over our stuff, and Chris just interrupted. Exclusive video. Trump says McConnell's health problems are sad. He should step down as we have to have new GOP leadership in the Senate. Well, yeah, it's sad that we ever have 80-year-olds in office now. Chicago moves to jack up property taxes to pay for homeless shelters. I think this is awesome news. Uh, This is how the people of Chicago want to live. They vote for this time and time and time again. After they got rid of Lori Lightfoot, they couldn't wait to go vote for Brandon Johnson, and I am thrilled they get to live how they want. All right, email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.